With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the Internet. Um, Big win over Louisville. We lose a lot of key players. Um, The backups come in and perform admirably. Um, As I said in the... uh, Instant reaction. I I didn't have a lot of confidence in Tate Rodemaker to come in and do a good job uh, with the exception of the interception. He played pretty well. You know, you got to give a man credit. Um, You know, the majority of the backups came in and played well. I felt like. The run defense, particularly up the middle, got exposed with the absent absence of Lovett. Um, DBs, to me, got exposed. Um, you know, Johnny Wilson, every week it seems like it's a different receiver stepping up to be the main guy. Um, and I think that trend is going to continue. Um I like how they started off the beginning of the game against Louisville, um, getting Cam McDonald involved. Like I said, in the instant reaction, I think when he goes to the pros, he's going to be very special. I think he's not being used correctly by Florida State. Um, um, at the time of this recording, I don't know what's the status of the injuries that we sustained against Louisville you would hope that the majority of those guys could come back. Um, in my opinion, when Jordan Travis was walking off the field, it didn't look that serious. I mean, he was pretty much walking on his own without the crutches. I think that was just a precaution type thing. Um, he had a similar type injury last year, and he sat out a game. I want to say it was the Wake Forest game. And he came back healthy, so hopefully it's not that serious. Um, We take on Boston College uh, this week. Um, They've sustained a lot of injuries. You know, they, 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 um, you know, they're, they're, um, they're really not that good, but I'm not going to sit here and act like we're Florida State from 10 years ago. Um, so, you know, anything can happen. It was a close game last season, 26-23. I got the score right this week. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, they like to run the football. They got a defensive-minded head coach. So, you know, they're going to play good defense. Their quarterback is mobile. Um, they got a very good receiver. 
Um, and it was a close game last season, so it's it's not going to be a walk in the park. The good thing for us is a home game. I feel like we can win it. I feel like it's going to be another close game. We got to do something about our field goal kicker. He is not good. I think he missed all his field goals in, in, in the game against Louisville. We we can't have that, especially chip shots. I can see if you're missing from 55 and beyond. I can live with 55 and beyond missing, but anything under 50, no. Your your average college kicker should be able to make anything from 50 yards and, and, and in. So I, I just can't sit back and accept that. Um the 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 coaching in the Louisville game was pretty good. The decision making in that game was pretty good. I, I don't like the the uh, I don't know what you call them, tunnel screens. I don't like those plays. I think eventually when eventually you're gonna play a team that has a very good defensive coordinator that's gonna be looking for that. Um, I just think you need to be a little bit more creative in the screen game. I would love to see Tua Philly on some traditional screens. I would love to see Tua Philly on some traditional screens. I would love to see Cam McDonald running drag routes. Because I feel like if you put a linebacker on Cam McDonald, he's going to run away from him. So I would love to see him just run. Vertical five between five and ten yards and just drag across the middle and and just see what happens. You seen the separation, you seen the speed when he got the ball. I think it was the first or second play of the game against Louisville. This this guy's a playmaker. You gotta give him the ball. He's just another weapon, another asset on offense that is not being utilized. Okay, we we've acknowledged that Johnny Wilson, Pokey Wilson are, are the one two at receiver. Okay, but then you gotta sprinkle in Pittman and a Debo Samuel type role. You gotta sprinkle Deuce Span in there as another deep threat. You gotta sprinkle Portier in there as another deep threat. You gotta sprinkle Malik McLean as, you know, a a, a, a Johnny Wilson, you know, wannabe. Because he had that um, impressive touchdown catch in the back of the end zone also. I mean, I think we can genuinely say that there's been a culture change at Florida State. I think last year, um, after, I mean, the LSU game and this Louisville game, last year we would have lost those games because we just didn't have the culture that we have now you can just you can just see that it has changed that the players are are fighting and and I you know you go back to the beginning of this podcast 20 December 2019 and that's just that's just one of the things that I was saying the Norvell's biggest challenge was getting these guys to buy in and it is taking 2020 2021 and now you're in 2022 you had to get rid of a lot of guys but this team is buying in and you know hopefully we can keep this thing rolling man hopefully we can keep winning and we can get our guys back and this is what I was scared of before the season started was the injury bug 
I I just knew from the opening game. Um, I just knew from the opening game that um, we were not in the best strength and conditioning shape. And I, I'm not taking a shot at the strength and conditioning coach Storms. I know it takes it takes years to get to the Alabama level in terms of strength and conditioning. It, it takes years to get to Ohio State and and uh, Clemson. You know, those teams looked supremely well conditioned, and it takes it takes years to to put out that type of player. Um, but, um, being in shape, it don't take that long to get in shape. And our guys routinely just look gassed out there. It's just, that's just my opinion. At least on defense, we look gassed on defense. And, uh, so I don't know what you need to do in the off season, but I don't think that tour duty stuff is working because the, the players just look gassed. At the end of games, they do, and uh, that's just my opinion. I could I could be completely off base. I I just watch the games. I'm a fan. I'm not an expert. I'm not an analyst. I played high school football. Okay, that's the that's the end. I, that, that's that was the end of my football careers. Senior year in high school. So I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm the world's foremost expert. But it's just my opinion, guys. Okay, and the players look gassed at the end of games. They they look like it is hard for them to finish the games, and the kicking game is gonna catch up with you eventually. Either Fitzgerald gotta start making kicks, or you gotta get him out of there. It's really that simple. There's there's <laughs> there's no alternative here. He's gotta start making kicks. Or you got to get him out of there. He missed all his field goals in the Louisville game. There's there's no excuses. That's going to come back to bite you. Okay? Cause Tate, Rod- Tate Rodemaker came back, had a good game. But you can't put it all on his shoulders yet. Um. So, um, I don't know what we... I'm I'm pretty much I'm not gonna say okay with the injuries. The only genuine concern that I have is Darius Washington at tackle. I've said this on many occasions on this podcast. He's not a tackle. And and he's damn sure not a left tackle. If anything, you move turn time to left tackle and put Darius Washington at right tackle. I would feel more comfortable with Darius Washington at right tackle than left tackle. Okay? And and honestly, I would feel more comfortable with you putting Julian Ar- Julian Armella at right tackle and moving turn time to left tackle. That's just my opinion. But Alice Atkins doesn't like to play freshman for some reason. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we just going to have to live um, with the uh, results. I, I just, you know, Boston College is going through the injury bug also. So um, I don't I don't want to say this is a game where you can get away 
with with resting players. But, you know, I, I don't I don't really consider them a Clemson type threat. I think we can go out and win a close game against Boston College if we have to rest players. I really feel like we can. I feel like this team through playing two good teams, not very good teams, two good teams. And a lot of people on social media saying Louisville ain't the Louisville is a good team, bro. They they are well conditioned. They're way better conditioned than Florida State. Okay? And they play very hard. And for Florida State to win that game, I didn't think Florida State was going to win that game. And particularly in the first half, that game could have got away from you. And those guys kept fighting because Louisville could have went up by a couple scores. And the refs helped you out, too. You can't overlook that fact because, like I said in the history action, there were several plays by Florida State that should have been flagged that wasn't flagged. Now, I'm not complaining. You know, for once, the 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 referees are on our side, and I'm happy about that. But, you know, that game could have easily went the other way, easily. And uh, Louisville could have been up by at least two touchdowns from, from what I've seen. So we're, we're lucky. Through the, through the last two games, we've been lucky. We could easily be one and two right now. We could easily be one and two. So you got you to gotta clean up the mistakes, man. You gotta clean up the mistakes. You you gotta if if Tate Rodemaker is gonna be the guy, you gotta get him some easy throws. You cannot you cannot depend on Tate Rodemaker to make that Johnny Wilson sixty nine yard pass. That's not the position you want him in. Okay, you want him to 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 play and not think. Thinking is when he throws picks. Okay. I would love to see him doing screen passes to Tua Philly. I would like to see him throwing little dinks and dunks to McDonald. And then every once in a while, you go up to over top to Johnny Wilson. But I will say that Mike Norvell, to me, has turned the tide as far as the culture. Now, it's only three games into the season. We're not going to sit here and act like... This is Florida State of old, but the effort, the effort is, is that's Florida State through and through, through three games. This team has played with the trademark traditional Florida State effort. And as a fan, that's all you can ask for. Never quit. Never stop playing hard. Go hard. For, for for is I don't know if it's forty eight or sixty minutes, whatever it is in college football, this team has played hard as as they can for three games, and if they play with that type of effort for the whole season, you're gonna win. You're gonna win a lot of games, you know. And I, you know what I'm saying. I I have to give Mike Norvell credit where credit is due. He has done, you know. A, a, a tremendous job at changing the culture. And it's, it took two years. It wasn't an instantaneous process. 
Some coaches can go into programs and do it instantly, but they, they have to have national championships on their resume when that happens. Uh, Urban Meyer, a Nick Saban. You know, you have to have that caliber of coach, even Lincoln Riley. Okay, he's the type of guy that can go in and change a culture day one because he's got Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks on his resume. He's got college football playoff appearances. So, you know, kudos to Mike Norvell. It took a little bit longer. Okay, Florida State is was a different kind of animal in terms of changing the culture you had to get a lot of bad apples out of the program now i feel like you got a really good football team and it's even showing up in terms of the depth that you have at other positions because the the backups came in and played all out like i said out of all the injuries that we had um i i i the most concern that i have at this point is left tackle i feel like Darius Washington is an interior lineman, not a tackle. But if you have to play him at tackle, I would play him at right tackle. Um, he, he, he cannot play left tackle. He cannot play against the best pass rusher. And to put him in that position is to put this team at a disadvantage. And you cannot do that. You cannot afford to do that. So many times throughout his career at Florida State of playing uh Either tackle position, left or right, he's been victimized. His best games as a Florida State Seminole has been at center or guard. So I'm just hoping and praying and practice uh, they can make those adjustments, you know. Or we can just get Robert Scott back. I'm not a big Robert Scott fan, but I will take him over Darius Washington at tackle any day of the week. Okay, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to disrespect the man, disrespect the guy, but it's football. And, you know, I'm pretty sure he's a great guy, but at tackle, he's not a good football player. He's an interior lineman. So that's just my opinion. To me, I think he's better than Maurice Smith at center. I actually think Darius Washington is a better center than Maurice Smith. That's just my opinion. I think he's a little stronger than Maurice Smith. I think he's a little bit more athletic than Maurice Smith. Um, so, um, but the interior uh, of the offensive line has played very well. I, I have no arguments with that. Now, you know, with the absence of Lovett, and in a in, defensive tackle, that that run defense up the middle got exposed because Louisville was gashing you, and you and you know Boston College generally has a humongous offensive line, and they like to run the ball, you know, in those a gaps, and that's what they're gonna do. And really, Louisville could have won this game if they would have just kept running the football. They tried to get all cute with Malik Cunningham. All you had to do was keep running the ball downhill. Florida State couldn't stop it. You was getting five yards a clip. You could have, you could have, you could have literally won this game with that play. The draw, well, I mean, uh, the dive play up the middle. But they just, they just stopped running it. They wanted to be cute on offense, and they lost. 
So, hey, I'll take it. I'm not I'm not sympathizing with Louisville at 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 um at any uh point. But uh you know, I'm 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 tremendously thankful that my team is 3 and 0, man. It it sure beats the heck out of being 0 and 3 and and having acid indigestion <laughs> for for a whole week. Because if you love your team, and they're on three. You sick, man. You sick. Last season, I mean, I've been sick for the last six years, bro. I've been sick for the last six years. We all know what Florida State used to be. And look at it. You know what I'm saying? Look what we've become. Okay? It, minus this year. Look what we've been for the last six years. A joke. A laughing stock. That hurts. You know, we we died, we had a 28-game winning streak at one point. Okay? We 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 had all those top 5 recruiting classes in a row. And to go from that to just being a punchline. That hurts. And then watching these these uh Clemson Tiger fans jug and you know <laughs> Tease us and and uh, mess with us for the last six years. I mean, oh my God, it, it it hurts, man. My cousin is is a diehard Clemson Tigers fan. You you think he ain't been talking junk? He didn't talk junk last season because it was a close game, but every game before that, talking stone cold killer talk. So. Um, just, uh, we got a long way to go. We got a lot of stuff to clean up, but, you know, like Mike Norvell said, it's all about what we do. It's all about our effort. It's all about how we prepare. It's all about our mindset. And that to me is a tremendous message. Okay. He should have had that mantra, that motto, day one walking in the door. Okay? But he has it now. And that's what you can control is how you prepare, how you play, and how you think throughout the course of practice, throughout the course of a game, throughout the course of being off the field. And that's it. And like I said, you know, you got to get that offensive line straightened out. As far as what you're going to do at left tackle. And you got to get that run defense up the middle fix. If we don't get guys back from injury. Then I just, I think that we can beat Boston College. Um, I, I, there, I, I don't, I've watched some of their highlights there. Outside of the quarterback and the receiver. I don't, I don't see anything special. Um, but at the same time, it was a 26, 23 last season. So you can't, you can't go into a game saying, okay, we're going to come in here and roll because we're three and zero and we're Florida state. We ain't prove nothing. You got to keep playing hard. You got to keep going hard. And then, you know, the rest of the stuff will take care of itself. There's always a dark side of a fan base and, 
you know, if you are a Florida State football fan and you follow any of the Florida State Facebook pages or um, Instagram pages or, you know, um, message boards or things of that nature and other Florida State content providers, you 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 see some of the, the dark side of this fan base. And it's just they're not they're not happy when we're winning national championships. They're just never happy. It's always going to be get rid of the coach, fire the coach. You know, when you, after the national championship, I remember when we beat Auburn, man, just getting on Facebook and getting in some of these groups and messages. People were not happy with winning the national championship. Championship. So it's just certain sections of this fan base that you're just you're never going to make happy, no matter what. Yeah, you could just tell them we're going to go, you know. 13, 14, and 0 every year. We're going to be in the playoff. We're going to be in contention for a championship. They would not be happy. So you can never please that kind of fan. So, you know, when I get when I get emails from those type of people, you know, I, I just I don't even respond, man. Just because you just you're not gonna make nothing's gonna make them happy. Winning, losing. <laughs> You know, destruction of the universe. I, I mean, I don't know what they want. You know, you're three and zero. I mean, it's an ugly three and zero. It's an ugly three and zero. It's not a pretty three and zero, but you're three and zero. You were sitting at zero and three last season this time, and you could be one and two right now. With with if the ball bounces, if the ball literally bounces the other way. Because the last two, the last two games have come down to one play, and we've made that one play to win the last two games. And as as a Florida State fan, that makes me uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but we were on the other side of that coin last season, where we lost games that we we could have won. The ball just didn't bounce our way. And um, I, I don't know if the injury bug is going to come back and bite us um, in the next couple games. I hope not. I hope we can get our guys back. But, you know, like I said earlier, it's it's all about what Mike Norvell is preaching in terms of culture and from your starters to your third stringers. What are you teaching them to be ready for the moment? Your time is coming. And that's how you have to prepare. And from the looks of it, from the looks of it, from what we've seen in this Louisville game, these guys are buying in. And, you know, the tide, no pun intended, might be turning. Um, And that's a beautiful thing, I mean, because – you know, um, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I, I wasn't, um, when the season started, I wasn't penciling Louisville in as a win. I wasn't penciling in LSU as a win. But to start out beating those two teams is tremendous. Um, so, you know, Boston College was one of the teams that I penciled in as a win 
when I looked at the schedule uh, in the offseason. So, you know, I'm hoping that I can be right. I had us after four games. I had us at two and two. I had us at two and two. I'm I'm just going to be honest about it. I had us at two and two, a win over Duquesne, a win over Boston College. And I was just thinking in my mind, okay, if we can make it to the Clemson game, you know, four and two, I would be happy with that. You know, but, uh, you know, it's 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 a tremendous thing as a fan for your team. You know, I and you just listen to how I'm talking, man, as a Florida State fan. Listen to how I'm talking. We 3-0 and and I'm acting like, <laughs> I'm acting like we Charlotte, bro. That's how I'm treating my team. I'm acting like we the Charlotte 49ers at 3-0, and man. We're just happy to be here. You know, we're a young upstart program. That's how long it's been, man. That's how long it's been. Since we done had a taste of, of being undefeated after three games. It's crazy to to feel like this. Um, you know, I, I man. But I I know that the the as good as as good as the effort has been through the first three games, it's not gonna get you to where you want to be for the whole season. It's just not. We have to come out and play better. We have to come out and put teams away. We have to be more consistent in everything that we do on the football field. And the play calling has got to improve. You have to utilize your players. You have to basically what I'm saying is you have to put them in better positions. Coming out Getting McDonald involved, McDonald, uh, Cam McDonald involved was tremendous, and he's a playmaker. Okay, finally getting the ball to Johnny Wilson, a six-seven, fast guy was tremendous. So we just gotta, we just gotta keep finding our groove. Like I said, I I need to see Tua Philly on some screens. I need to see Michael Pittman. More in a Debo Samuel type role. Okay. And, you know, I think the sky's the limit for us. But you gotta, you gotta keep it going. You gotta, whatever you're doing now, it's gotta, you gotta double it. You gotta triple it. You gotta go times 10 and keep pushing and quick, keep fighting. And hopefully we'll have a great season. So, with that being said, that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And as always, go nose.